This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Sherman and Tingle in the morning. Why is it enjoyable when we see other people have bad things happen on occasion? You know? Because I think you're thankful, one, that it didn't happen to you. And because of certain reactions are entertaining. And maybe it makes you more human because, you know, tons of bad things happen. You're like, okay, well, bad things happen to them as well. Like, for instance, interviews. Interviews. There was one that popped up. And the BS meter was was pegging a little bit because it seemed like it was a planned thing. But as I look into it more, unless everybody else is falling for it, I've been trying to dig more on this Howie Mandel and Dana White interview. So Howie Mandel... Uh, along with everybody on the face of the earth, does a podcast now. So he was doing one. I believe it. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I saw it too, and I believe it, it, it's a setup. It sounds. It was, it was a promotional yeah. piece. Here, listen to it. And this is Howie Mandel. He goes on and on and on introducing Dana White. Dana White, you are an amazing guy. You are. I can't thank you enough for being here. Uh, you and Ginger seem to be getting along. Um, you are not only an amazing businessman, you are an inspiration. You are a philosopher. The way you do business, the way you uh, conduct your business and your friendships and media is uh, – I'm, I'm jealous. And But, Dana, I can't thank you enough for being here. Jesus. Thank you. For all the kind words, I appreciate it. I, I am so f-ing tired of doing podcasts. It's I, I, I'm literally done with them. I'm not doing any more podcasts. And so he gets up and he walks out. So that was the end of the interview. And then Howie Mandel is And we have a, an illustrious guest from the, uh, the middle. It's you just, know why I think it was fake? Why? Because the camera setups, the camera shots, it was, you know, they went... Everybody's reaction. Mm-hmm. I think it's a total promotion piece. It's it actually good. It was genius. Uh, Howie's just like I guess every other podcaster. Uh, let's just talk for about fifty-five minutes before you get to the good stuff. Everything's you got to fast forward. You're to so things. great. You're good looking. Yeah. You have great legs. You make a lot of money. God, kiss ass much. But there's uh, there's so many interviews that have gone bad. And I tried to find stuff that we did, and we've done plenty of bad interviews where it went south. But I think I've deleted them all because I didn't want to be reminded. I remember one with John Lovitz that didn't go. Well, uh, it's just what happened in that one. I forget. Just, it was very awkward. It was just a, an awkward interview. It's not like we didn't talk about something he wanted to talk well, about. Well, the problem is sometimes when we talk to people, uh, whether they're comedians, mostly like you know, comedians are funny people. Uh, we want to talk to them like regular people, and, and then they they go they want to be shtick. Yeah, and it just doesn't work. It's like, hey, you know, we want to know what you're doing. When you're Buttface Jeremy Piven was like that. He uh, and that one went bad, and we called it out. I think while it was happening, it was going bad. He's just he's a he's just he's not a great person to hang out. I with wanted that to guy. fight him. So it, I, I started. I, I found all of these ones, and and maybe some you've heard before. But I I even t- said it. Hey, did you hear this one? Tingle, and you didn't hear it. Like, for instance, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is fantastic. Mike Tyson was in Canada to do, a, to do his comedy show on stage. You ever see that, by the I way? I saw this one. This one's good. Oh, he was great on that comedy stage show. So Tyson and his manager, they were on this Canadian TV morning show to talk about it. And uh, they were talking about a person that was running for mayor that was going to be at the show. And that is when the interview goes bad. I guess our case, it goes good. Now, some of your critics would say, you know, there's a race for mayor. We know you're a convicted rapist. This could hurt his campaign. How would you respond to that? Hey, um, I don't know who said that. You're the only one I heard say that. You know what I mean? 
And I don't have no comment to that, you know, because it's negative and you're being negative. And I, 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 met, I met the mayor right. and nothing they can do about it. We actually had a really good time. Fine so far. We, we, we talked about George Chervalo. He's getting pissed, Mike though. spent quite a bit of time yesterday talking about his you life, know, highs and lows. It's so interesting because you come across like a nice guy, but you're really a piece of shit. Hey, with that come comment. on, come on. That's... No, that was a piece of you. That was a piece of shit. You know we're on, we're doing we're doing live TV. Hey, now. I don't care. What are you going to do about it? All right, you got a you got a show that you're doing tonight. Is it nerve wracking for you to do something like this? Or is it more <laughs> nervous for you to box? Try to get back to it. How does it compare? I don't know. Um, it's more nerve wracking for me here talking to a rat piece of oh, like you. Come on. How, how you gonna how you gonna recover after that? You're not gonna recover <laughs> after that. Just tries to go on like nothing happened. <laughs> let's let's get back into uh, regular programming. Hang on here. That's a classic clip. Uh, I, I'm sure you've seen ones with Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino, because people will make the mistake of going at him about violence, and that never works. If you have an opportunity, like this one guy, this guy, his name is Christian. I think it's Suru. Murthy, he's this smug British reporter. He pisses off everybody. There's so many interviews that I've seen with this guy. He uh, was he did uh, Robert Downey Jr. pissed him off immediately. I, the audio of that wasn't that good, but th- this one was better with Quentin Tarantino. So he questioned violence in movies, and that's where the interview went bad. And, and that's why is that why you think people like watching violent movies? People who are not violent people. Yeah, well, it's a movie. It's a fantasy. It's a fantasy. It's not real life. But why are you so sure that there's no link? between enjoying movie violence and enjoying real violence. I'm not biting. I refuse your question. Why? Because I refuse your question. I'm not your slave and you're not my master. You I can't just, make me dance to your tune. I, I I'm, not, ever, I'm not a monkey. I'm I can't not, make you answer anything. I'm just yeah, well, I'm and, asking and, you interesting and, questions. And, and, I'm saying, and I'm saying I refuse. Okay, well, no, I was just asking you why. That's fine. Um, the reason I don't want to talk about it is because I've said everything I have to say about it. It's an enjoyable part of your movies for so many people. And that, that's mm-hmm. why I'm talking about this, because, you know, it's a very sensitive time at the moment. I mean, the vice president is talking to people in the movie industry today mm-hmm. about violence in response to And you know the, where I stand on to, it. Which, which is that there's no relationship. The guy doesn't stop. He just keeps going at it. There are certain reporters who try to make issue out of things that shouldn't be made issues. He's trying to get his little piece to go national. He's trying to go viral with some clip. All right, let's see how pissed off I can make this. And it's, you know, it sucks for the person that he's interviewing, too. You know, like, hey, I'm giving you time. You know, come on. You're going to keep it. Obviously, they don't want to talk about that. If you were at work and you're talking with a, a coworker about something, and you can obviously see that it's bothering them, do you keep pressing them? No, you probably let it go. That reminds me of a great interview. If anybody wants to go find it, it was with Denzel Washington. He was being interviewed for his movie called Fences, and the reporter's trying to get all political with it. And Denzel is just so great. I think this guy's the great. He just shuts this guy down and puts him in his place. It was so great. So look that up if you get a chance. It's really entertaining. This one's a quick one. Steven Seagal was ambushed, interviewed by this idiot guy next to a a koi pond. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So like with anything else with Steven Seagal, it didn't take long for the interview to go bad. Have you been to Cambodia? Yeah. What's it like as a place? There's a lot of lawlessness. Are there any martial arts moves you could teach me that would be useful for me to know if I got into any trouble? Can you run fast? Yeah, very quick. Let's, very let's, fast. let's just leave it at that then. May I ask one more question as well? Yeah, sure. Um, I know that you're a Zen master. Uh-huh. What is the essence of Zen? <laughs> that is. <laughs> Steven Scout just threw me into a pond. He threw him right in the coin pod. Yeah. Take that to the bank. 
<laughs> Senator Trent. And, uh, th- you know, this last one here. This one, I, I can't believe you don't remember this if uh, if you saw This one's legendary. It was, and we've talked to this guy. And he's a, uh, he was a great guy when we interviewed him. Actor Billy Bob Thornton, you know him from uh, Bad Santa, Sling Blade, tons of those movies. Well, in this clip, he had stopped by a Canadian radio network, and uh, he was there to talk about his band, the Box Masters, okay. uh, at the time. And, and you know, like I said, Billy Billy Bob is pretty easygoing. Well, not on this day. Don't ask him about acting if he is with his band. Given that you seem to be quite passionate about music, I was wondering about your. Would you say that to Tom Petty? Would I say that he's passionate about music? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Would you explain why it's not a hobby? Would I explain why it's not a hobby? Are you reacting to the fact that I said Yeah, I am. I am, since you're instructed not to talk about shit like that. Yeah, I am reacting to that. Yeah. I wasn't instructed to. Uh, I'm, in, I'm instruct. I'm not really instructed. You guys are here as a band. You're performing, uh, but I. Well, I, the producer is instructed. Right, so but, but somewhere along the way. Because I mentioned that you were an actor and a uh, well, First of all, that wasn't wasn't supposed to be mentioned either. You know, but uh, but that's just giving context, right? I mean, I'm happy to interview you guys as a band, but I but you know, for the listeners, we're giving context for who you are. That's part of your trajectory, isn't it? Not really. <laughs> It's not. No. You, you, you would prefer me to only do this interview not mentioning at all, just yeah, to clarify, that's correct, yes. at all that you've that's ever correct. done anything in terms of acting, screenwriting. That's correct. And yeah. I'm just trying to do a, a show and give people context for, yeah. for who you guys are. Well, there's plenty of context without all that. Right. Yeah. I, I'm happy to, to, to talk to you as, as musicians. It, it does also occur to me, though, that you're, you, you're a pretty new band. Part, one of the reasons why you got you get attention is because of the career you've We're had. not really new. You're not? Well, I've, says, I've, made, I've made eight albums. I know you've made a lot of them, but the, how, how uh, long have the Boxmasters been together for? I don't know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> what I'm explaining awkward. is I'm not trying to be insulting to your musical. Well, what I'm explaining is, is we said to not talk about shit like that, and we also said that we didn't want to hear anything about how this is my first love. You wouldn't say that to Tom Petty, would you? Do you want to continue this if we talk about music? Uh, that'd be great. Okay. So do you, can you talk about your musical influences? Because there is an interesting fusion in this, on, on this record. Yeah, it's um, a mixture of the British Invasion with hillbilly music. <laughs> I don't remember Tom Petty doing British Invasion and hillbilly music, though. Can't really back him up on that one. You know, as long as we've been doing interviews, when people call up to do something and they say, hey, don't mention what we're famous yeah. for in the interview, we usually turn it down because most people yes. don't care about Billy Bob Thornton's music ventures. They just don't. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is... So we've turned stuff down like that. Turned so much stuff down because, yeah. you know, listen, we, we want to at least acknowledge the reason... You know why you're famous, but no one. I, I, does anybody out there follow? You know, there's probably a small one percent of people who are like following Billy Bob Thornton's music career. Oh yeah, they love the Box Masters. You know, like Mike Tyson. Do you love the Box Masters? Yeah, you okay? The Sherman and Tingle Show mornings on 97.1 FM, The Drive, Chicago's classic rock.